any other business, 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 any other business. Friday time. Any other business, 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 any other business. It's on. on. Hello there. Welcome. Any other business, our bespoke Bijou Friday podcast. Podcast, that's a new one, isn't it? We record this, right, for every single individual podcast listener. So this one you're getting now. This is uh, yours. This is your one. This is just for you. Uh, it's clever, the way they do that. It takes us ages, but do you know what? It's so worth it, I think, in the end. You've probably sat there listening to it sometimes and thinking, what a roughshod podcast this is. I'm sure you'll be a bit more forgiving now that you know we're having to do... 40. ...of these <laughs> to make sure that every single person who listens gets one. So. Exactly. Uh, I mean, they, they've made, they have made a couple of comments in terms of our radio show. It would just be easier to send people cassette tapes. <laughs> I'd love to do that one week. Just send everyone a cassette. Be amazing. Be amazing. Uh, look, I, I, I personally need to uh, get straight to uh, what is on my mind right now. What is uh, on your computer, more likely? Well, it. yeah, they're both. Uh, the Baku Olympic Stadium. Uh, so if you're not into your sport, my football team, Arsenal, you'll have heard them talked about. Uh, they've made it to the Europa League final, Europe's premier football competition. Is it there? Is it? Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> The final, bizarrely, is against fellow London side Chelsea and it's going to take place in Baku. Hands up right now if you know where Baku is because I had absolutely no idea until he's just pulled it up there on Google Maps on his computer. It's an incredible distance away. Do you want to guess the mileage? Unless you can actually see it there. I can see the mileage ah, and uh, it's, it, it's a cannonball run type territory if you were to drive that. It really is. 2,859 mile drive. It would take you 58 hours. Non-stop. Non-stop. Uh, you're going through Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany. What's this country here? What's that? God, I don't know, but it's big, isn't it? Is that Poland? Zoom in. Yeah, Poland. Sorry, through... sorry, Polish people. <laughs> Your name's not. You need to write to Google because yeah. you've got a big old country there. Don't no name on the map. Uh, then right through the uh, Ukraine, and then you. Where's that? Russia. Russia. Sorry, Russia. And then you're dropping down into uh, Azerbaijan. That is a long old drive. Uh, I think it's the more to the uh, east you go, the, the, the it gets steadily worse, of fraught with danger. I think in terms of your safety as you were driving, Richie. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. I believe I was reading something in one of the papers this morning that one of the borders into Azerbaijan is closed or something or other. So you can't actually go the direct route. It's a bit like trying to get into Cornwall sometimes with the Tamar Bridge. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is why it adds an element of jeopardy for Richie, is that one of our producers, Nick, is on course to win the building fantasy football league. Mm. And we believe that the prize is a pair of tickets for this game. And he's not a fan. He's, an, he's a Villa fan, so there's he doesn't a, care. There's a precedent set. He won it last year. And the prize for winning it was tickets to the Europa League final. Last year took place in uh, Lyon. And it was between uh, Lyon and uh, Atletico Madrid, I believe. Really? Well done. I could. I had or no Marseille. idea. He's one of the two. And uh, Nick got tickets. Obviously, he's an Aston Villa fan. He's got no business in going, so he didn't. Uh, but if the same thing happens this year, a pair of tickets to Azerbaijan... Do you know what? But here's the weird thing, right? Actual tickets entry into the ground, that might not be the problem. It's, it's actually just, just get in there. Thing is, though, right, if it's like, oh, I'd love to go to that game, then, and you're looking at the distance and how tricky it is to get to, that's one thing. But when someone gives you the tickets, then you feel the impetus. And this is uh, obviously dependent on whether Nick gives you the tickets. True. I mean, maybe you and Nick go together, who knows? But yeah. either way, uh, 
then you suddenly feel that you do have the impetus. Well, I've got the tickets. I've done yeah. the hard bit. There's only 6,000 each. Is that right? 6,000 to uh, Arsenal, 6,000 to Chelsea, and that's in a stadium that holds about 65,000, which is obscene. You know what, though? You've seen what happens before football matches when like your fans meet their fans, or, or if any football fans, I mean drinking and fun mm. and mucking about and climbing up lampposts and sitting on top of bus stops. Can you imagine that in the centre of Azerbaijan? I know, and that does worry me as well. <laughs> Arsenal, Chelsea can get a little bit fruity if it's taking place in the capital, in oh. Azerbaijan, in Baku. Baku uh, to basics. On the, on, the, on the coast of the Caspian Sea. It does worry me a little bit. The other side of things is you could fly there, obviously. What do you say, obviously? There's no direct flight. There's no scheduled direct flight on the day from London to Baku. Uh, if you wanted... To, I've checked on Skyscanner. I'm not surprised, though. I mean, have you ever seen an EasyJet <laughs> advert? Now flying three flights daily to, <laughs> to Baku. Baku. No, this is true. Not in a million years. Uh, what you can do... I've, I found one for about 800 quid via Istanbul as a stopover. Oh, that's not that bad then, is it? Ten hours. Oh, my word. Or 400-odd quid. Oh, that's quite a bargain. Uh, once again, stopover. That one takes 22 hours. That's absolutely ridiculous. Could you imagine coming... Like, I, I remember when I had an Everton season ticket, coming home to Bristol on a bus <laughs> when you've lost and it takes five hours. That's really bad. Yeah. But imagine trying to do a 22-hour home journey and you've just lost in the final. Yeah, I don't know if anyone psychologically could put up with that, Richie. I think what we take from this is, uh, after five minutes of considering it, I'm just going to watch it on BT Sport. Yeah, it just seems a lot easier, doesn't it? <laughs> put it on BT Sport. Have you seen that there's a curvature to Google Maps if you zoom right out? Look at that. As in, the Earth is round? Yeah. But, but it, obviously the Earth... The Earth is round, though, isn't it? So it is going to curve a bit. Once you kind of get as far back as you get, it's going to curve, isn't it? Yeah, but this is this is a screen. Look. We'll yeah, but that's because the, the Earth is round. So if you keep going backwards, it is going to curve out, isn't it? Pretty cool, though. Anyway. Okay, just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I had miso soup earlier on. Miso soup? Miso soup. What is miso soup? I this is it. I don't know. I can't work out whether it's nice or it's dishwater. Okay, so what... Um... I had it in a Chinese oh, right. restaurant right, okay. a couple of that's, doors that's down. That's what I was trying to drive at, yeah. Uh, and it was like the starter bit of this lunch special. And I've had miso soup a few times now. You're drinking it and eating it and thinking, oh, I'm not too sure. So uh, this is the first thing. What the hell is it? <laughs> Secondly, I tried to tweet about it and then I couldn't work out what is the correct way of describing it. Am I eating soup or am I drinking a soup? Are oh, you drinking a soup? A soup is a drink in my book. I'm not sat there drinking miso soup though. I mean, I'm, I'm having it. You're drinking it from a spoon. You're using the spoon to get the drink to your mouth. You're not eating it. You're not using your teeth. In my opinion, eating is using your teeth. So you right? drink a yoghurt, you, drink- you might get a bowl of yoghurt. I'm having a bowl of, uh, like, yoghurt from the fridge. Yep. I'm drinking that, am I? Yeah, it's quite a thick drink, but yes. Oh, I'm not having that. No, it is, seriously, because, uh, you know, kids' lunchboxes, you get those froobs. Yeah. That's basically yoghurt. Yeah. Okay, you're drinking that. No, I think I would say I'm eating a froob. I'm eating a froob at the moment. Are you using your teeth? Only to rip the uh, top off the froob. Yeah, but then you don't use your teeth, but you don't you don't drink it necessarily. I just I don't know. I, I felt not only couldn't really categorise miso soup one way or the other. Then I couldn't work out whether I was eating it or drinking it. I didn't know whether I was coming or going. If we return to your miso soup, I'd say that there's no eating going on in that. Look quite watery. But there's no drinking going on in that either. I th- I feel like we've we've got a grey area with soup that we need classification on. We need clarification on it. So look, if you have any view on this, because. Um, I know just from some of the tweets I've been getting back in, it's quite a big problem. 
In fact, if I look at my phone right now, some people say, depends on the viscosity, says this person here. As, as in the thickness, which is, uh, that's my point, isn't it? Rich says, neither. It's not a meal, so people should just stop with it. At best, it's a sauce. <laughs> a soup is not a sauce. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, having. Adam says you have soup, you don't eat it or you drink it. And Park End, the Everton fans say definitely eating. So, I don't know. I like the Divine idea of opinion. having it. Yeah, just having it's it. It's not drink, it's not eating, you're having it. You're just having it. I'm having soup. <laughs> Come on, having it. <laughs> okay, just having a look at the uh, the email inbox, I'm reading this blind. Uh, this is from Debbie Brown. Hi guys, Hi, bit Debbie. late with this, I'm skiving off work. I've been delayed listening to the podcast, which is the best... Around, by the way. That's very kind. What a great um, great way line. to be delayed. Mm, Thank that's you. true, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I used to work in the city many years ago, I hated having to get up early to get the train to work. It was a 90-minute journey. I still slept like a teenager. At each and every job I had, I would set my alarm for an hour later than usual, call into work, tell them I'd just had a pigeon poo on my head at the station and I had to come home and wash my hair. Perfect lion, Debbie. Is that... Is that advice for trying to get an extra hour in bed? Because that's a lot of excuses. And that is, I think you get hit on the head a few times in your life by bird poo. That often, people are going to start asking questions. They're going to start asking questions, Debbie. I go back a step. I'm trying to work out why Debbie's emailed us with this because I don't remember us talking about anything that would result in that coming in. I think maybe, was I talking about the story about my dad getting a bird poo down his glasses, moustache, and into his portion of chips when he was on Brixham Seafront that time? <laughs> I, I was sat next to him. I've never seen anything yeah, like it. Yeah, but this came in at 11.40 today. But the seagull poo went between his glasses lens and his eyeball, <laughs> down wow. his moustache and directly onto his fish and chips. That's it. <laughs> it's awful. Such bad luck. It's like he'd been gunged on Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, but yeah, if that's come in this morning, God knows. Bush and Richie, what are you going to wear at the Isle of Wight Festival? Uh, surely this oh. is decided who loses the last 80s versus 90s before the festival. <laughs> the loser has to wear their own rival football shirt, so it's a Liverpool shirt for Bush or a Spurs shirt for Richie, or the best Anthony. That's high stakes, man. There's no way I could wear a Liverpool... Could you wear a, a Spurs shirt? I couldn't wear a Liverpool shirt. I did it once. I can't even remember what the forfeit was for, but I did have to, and it felt awful. Oh, I, they would never take me alive. Like I say, I've got a signet ring with a cyanide capsule in it, and I would activate it for that. <laughs> You'd never take me. We do need to talk about what we're going to wear there. Uh, I, I know we've skirted around the issue, but Isle of Wight Festival's weeks away now. 80s versus 90s, live on stage. Get your tickets. Stage. Get your be tickets. Good. Get your tickets. Do please join us. Uh, but yeah, the, the look is important. I really like the idea of mid 90s futurism you know that you know when people used to dress with kind of rather than a waistcoat they'd be bare chested with just like strips of pvc kind of chained together uh, something vivian westwood like yes. in a kind of tran in, uh, transcontinental djing type way okay bright glasses dyed hair let's look like we've come out of like a, something from the 90s i wonder if there's a costume designer who listens to, to this that would be good that would be good if they could you know help us out yeah yeah we, we want to make an impression we don't want to we don't want to turn up and play a few songs and then people get on with drinking their beer at the Isle of Wight Festival. I know they've got like Noel Gallagher and, and stuff like that there uh, and Fat Boy Slim. We want them coming back on, on the ferry on Sunday night saying, do you know what, Bush and Ritchie were the best. But there's the point. Yes, they've got Noel. Yes, they've got Fat Boy Slim and such like. But there will be people who've decided Noel's not for me. Norman's not for me. Yeah, I'm going to go and see Bush and Ritchie. Absolutely. So if they do do that, you want them to have seen some kind of spectacle. Also, it'd be interesting for us to have a look at the uh, running order for the Isle of Wight Festival to see who we're up against. 
you know what I mean? Because there's a, there's a, uh, an element of choice where you think, right, it's, it's whatever time. Let's just say, for example, it's 9pm. Who's going to be on at the same time? I'm uh, moving away from my curved map of the earth. Uh, oh, we're up against the Cortinas. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. Damn. I'm a little bit gutted about that. They're really good as well, aren't they? They are, yeah. I'm going to uh, have to warn them off or something. I heard they're crap live. Oh, yeah, don't go and see the Cortinas. <laughs> and by the way, if you're bringing your young'uns there, language on them, absolutely horrendous. It is awful. Effin yeah. and Jeffin, last gig I, I saw of them. We're, we're pretty good. Yeah, we are. Um, we're lovely guys. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll do a bit of chat in between songs. And stuff. Will we be talking? Can you do stuff about a blue blue WKD two for one at the bar like you do wedding DJing? <laughs> Don't forget um, blue WKD two for one at the bar. Okay, I've got. I've got a feeling at a festival that might not be the thing. There might not work. I don't think we're having to talk about someone who's blocked in a Vox Laster either. <laughs> I love that. I love that about wedding DJs. Uh, anyway, watch this space, but mainly get your tickets. Pride and groom about to leave. Pride and groom about to leave. All right. <laughs>